0: Jewish audio on kaban.org. Good morning. With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's three Prakim and Ambam, Hilchoi Shvois, Prakim Dalid, Hey, and Vav. beginning with Pedig Dalid. Pedig Dalit will give us many details about the first of the four categories of oaths that we began with in the series, the oaths known as Shvuas Pitoi specifically a person makes an oath not to eat we have to define what is the definition of eating what is eating we're going to have many scenarios where we will be machalik we will divide between different items in an oath making them into two oaths as we'll see we're going to learn the big rule of ein shavua chal al shavua and exceptions to the rule and we're going to have some very unique conditional oaths Dalit has 20 Two halachas, beginning with halacha aleph, says the Rambam. A person makes an oath that they won't eat anything on a specific day. And then they go ahead, and they eat, but they eat less than a kezayis, says the Rambam, potur, potter meaning both, as we learned, by shvoz zbitri, b'mezid malchus, potter from the malchus, b'shoigig, of oyle potter from the carpet. Because the word eating never will refer to that which is less than a kezais. And he will be very similar to the person that, God forbid, eats a half a shear of nevelis or trephas vechayeutzebahen, that even though it's taka asan but you will not get punished. However, I take an oath that I will not, I will not eat this substance, this thing. And the person ate that. Even if that which he took an oath about was only in the size of a seed of a mustard, right, or even smaller, he will also be chayiv because since he said even though he used the words "oichal." But he specified this, and if the this was little, he meant that included in the Shua. If a person took an oath that he won't taste anything, the words are anything, and the key is that he didn't use the word achila. Achila means kezias, ti'ima means tasting, not eating. Then, yes, even if he eats the most minute amount, he will be chayiv. Right, he did not mention the word Achila. If a person took an oath not to eat today, and this person ended up drinking Chayiv, why? Because drinking is included in the eating. And therefore, since if a person both ate and drank, now we're going to have an interesting leniency, Al He's only going to get one set of floggings if, if he was a or only one khatas if he was a shoy Right, similar to a person who swore not to eat. He ate and he ate again. So what's the rule that if he ate and ate again, but it's all behelim achas, he's only going to be a chayiv one carbon. Or if it's bemezed, if there was only one hasra, even though he did two acts, of eating, he's only going to be chayv one set of malchus if there was one forewarning. So since shasia b'chlal achila, even though he did eating and drinking, it's like eating and eating. yishtaha yom. He swore not to drink. He only spoke about drinking. Now what is He's allowed to eat because it doesn't go the other way. She'e shasia. Eating is not included in the word drinking. Now, how much does he have to drink to be chayiv? So, by eating, we began the Pedic by a So, the Ramam says, The amount has to be of Erevias like all of the other prohibitions. For example, Yayin Lenazir is only Asr when you have Erevias. And Bachlal by Nadarim and by Shvois, the, the rule is, And people, when they speak about drinking, they also mean only that amount or more, not less a person swears I will not eat today and now the person ate many different types or a person takes an oath not to drink today and he drinks different types of beverages also we don't say that different types are machalic to the carbon no no same thing as we said before if there was only one hasura. If Beshoigig, it was all Behelemachas, even though there were many Minim, he's only Chayiv one. Now, Afilo, Ahmed, even if he said, Shafu'a shaloh echal ayom basur, or pas vekitnius, even if he specified when he verbalized his oath, I swear that I will not eat today meat, uh, bread, and and uh, legumes, right, or beans, and v'ochel hakoil, e'noi chayiv ela achas, g'valdek, because he meant not to eat anything. And he ate. He ate many minim. He violated one oath. However, one second. And Vikulam it's Tarfan is, fakert. Since they are all included in eating, goes both ways. So, even if he only has a kezai's when you put together a little bit of meat, a little bit of bread, a little bit of beans, gvaldik, it's all included in the eating. He ate a kezai's, he's going to be chayv. However, halachavav. Shvosh alayyah chavosh alayyah ashta. If he says, I swear not to eat and not to drink. Now, we just said that eating, the word eating, automatically includes in a drinking. So, his specifying drinking is on the externally superfluous but it actually accomplishes something for it not to be superfluous and he ate and he drank now I'll be chayv twice. Why? Because sin shahashisiyah b'chalalachila. So really, there was no need for him to mention drinking. And since he added something, why did he have to add those words? He's revealing that his intention, that when he said eating, he did not have drinking in mind. If not, why, why would he have to repeat drinking? In other words, it comes out that this person, kenishma, alzebefnei atzmoy, v'alzebefnei atzmoy, ah, u'lafikach, takah, he made two separate oaths, so to say, nao b'chayiv sh'tayim, ha'lochezayim g'valdik. v'cheinu oymet, if a person says, shvua sh'loh oichel paschitim, passe oydim, u'paschusman. Now, and he ate, and he ate of all three, chayiv al kol achaz why is that? Because he didn't need to repeat the word PAS. Even if he wanted to specify the different types of grains, he could have said, pass, pass, pass. <speaking in Hebrew> if someone was nudging his fellow in a good way, come eat by me. And and he tells him, Come drink with me wine and milk and honey. And he responds, the guy doesn't want to go over there, but he knows that his friend will only stop inviting him if he makes an oath not to eat her. So he said, He specified each one separately. Whenever there was no need, to give the specifics, we understand that each specific is to be machalic, each one as an oath bifnei Why was it not needed? All he needed to say was I swear that I won't drink anything. I I swear that I won't do what you're saying. And since in other words, anything there has to be a need. There has to be something extra in which we understand that there was no need for that, for us to interpret that addition, that repetition, as a mechaleik in the shvur. lefikach, And therefore, now let's go further. Since we view each one separately, unlike when we said before, when a guy stam says, Shavuah, that I'm not going to eat basar, paso kidneys. mitzadechod, you only have one. B'Tzad Shemi, they're Metzadeth, it's all together, it's the same tsad. However, over here, since it's each one as a separate oath, E'Metzadeth and Zem Zem. And therefore, ve'eine ha'evat she'yechel kashir v'minechad, you have to have a kezayis, of each one. Hoyel ve'ein chaluk'en le'cha It's like, for example, God told us you can't have chaluf. God told us you can't have dam. If a person had the kezayis only by combining them both together he won't be chayv malkas for neither of them from the kezayis as we explained in does this only apply to his friend's house since he was trying to get rid of mm. only? not to anyone stop just a marshal. okay i swear that i won't eat this bread or he says i won't eat it now, he doesn't mean that he's only going to be in violation when he eats all of it. He didn't mean that. Same rule. Even if he only ate a kazais, he's going to be chayef. However, when he says, I'm taking an oath that I will not eat it up, I will not eat it up means that I'm only in violation when I eat all of it up. Ein ha'chayiv ha'chayechel kula. Now what happens if he says both? Oh, but he says, Shvua shelo yoychel kikarzu. Right? Or Shvua shelo yoychelena, as we just said, that would be mechaifim, even by eating only akezayis. And va'achala. So then, Ein ha'chayiv, achas. Hold on. Shvua shelo yoychelena means, all of it, I'm amchaiv only for akezayis, then he made another oath, I'm Amchayev, which implies only if I eat all of it. Did the second oath add anything? So now we're beginning the topic of ein Shvua, Chala, Al Shvua. The second oath added nothing. I'll tell you why. Because if I'm not even allowed to eat a Kezaias, then certainly I cannot eat up all of it. So when I added, I swear I won't eat all of it, I was already prohibited because of the first oath. The second oath that's not adding anything is because of the rule in So even if the guy ate up the whole thing, he's only high of one for the first oath. Take an oath I don't want to eat today. Then he makes a specific oath on this bread and he ate all of it on today he's also only chayiv Second oath did not take hold because the second oath didn't add anything he already made an oath not to eat anything today which included already this bread if a person makes two oaths if the second oath is not adding anything then we apply the rule and if a person violated even though they made two oaths they're only going to be chayiv for one However, Nishbala At first he says, I swear I won't eat all of it. In other words, he made an oath which only brings about the violation when you eat all of it. And then in the second oath, he said, al klum, or al kikarzu. Both of these expressions even prohibit a kazayas. Now the second oath added something to the first. You know what we say? We say that both oaths are chal. Meaning that if the guy ate up all of the bread, he'll be chayv too. Because he it both, both shvua, achal. You got it? So then, even though he already violated when he ate the kezayis, he made another violation also when he ate up the whole bread. That was, he violated the, the first oath when he finished the whole bread. So that's something that added, the second oath added something to the first. So since the second oath is also Chal, if you ate up the whole bread, you violated two oaths. You ate up a Chal and you ate up the whole thing. Another example of a Shavuah, which is called a koilol, I swear that I won't eat te'en, uh, I won't eat figs. And then the guy says, I swear that I won't eat figs and grapes. In other words, the second oath added. So once the addition is chal on the anavim, it's also chal, another oath is chal on the ta'inim. So if this person now eats ta'inim, he'll be chayv sh'tayim, shereikolol a te'enim, sh'neseru b'sh'vua, di sh'enim anavim, sh'yomotarem. Note, since there was something that the second oath added to the first, shvuas koylul, it's very similar to the rules that we had, in isur chalal isur. But you know, isur koylul, isur moisef. Here, same thing with shvuah. Umeturk shechalal is shvuah shniyah anovim. Also chalal alateinim. And therefore, when it's chayvav as we learned in machalas Surahs, when it comes to isurim, like we just mentioned, in isur chalal isur, there we learned the three exceptions, Babas achas, koylul and moisef. We're learning here about kailal halacha yudbeis shvua guys hold now with the numbers guy says i swear that i won't eat eight let's say i won't eat eight to enim then he makes an oath i won't eat nine guys halkop did he, did the second oath add anything no it did not because of course you can't eat nine the only way you eat nine is if you eat eight and seven and six you, it was already offered for you to eat eight so you wouldn't you are not allowed to eat nine and the guy says then, Shavu, I won't eat ten. Says that Ambaam, whether the guy ate eight or whether he turned around and he ate nine or whether he ate ten, he's only going to be chay like we explained. Because when he said, I won't eat nine, I won't eat ten, he's not adding anything. He was anyways, usur to eat ten because <laughs> he can't eat eight. But what happens if he said it in the reverse order? Then, uh, then they're all chal. Halach yud gimel. shvosh shalach al um, I won't eat ten. Which means he's allowed to eat nine. Then he makes another oath. I swear not to eat nine. Oh, then he makes an oath. I swear not to eat eight. If the guy eats ten, he's chayv three. If he a chayv shalosh, I'll call shvur achas. The chin if he eats nine, he's chayv shteim. And if he eats nine, he's chayv achas. Same principle that as long as the second oath is koilal or add something, then the second one is chal. And if not, ain't shvur chala al shvua, Alach yudalot shvur shalosh te'enim. I swear not to eat, again, the figs. Ke'echod means that he writes here in the footnote 5, he takes a note against eating an olive-sized portion of each type. Just to make that clear, not a kezaias of both of them together, but of each type. That's very important. So here again, since the second oath included another a, a, a of anavim, so we say it also takes hold on the te'enim. Now, for of he ate the carbon, and for what for breaking the first oath? He didn't break the second oath because the second oath was not to eat a kizayis and a kizayis. Oh. Ivacharka Shogag says that Why not? Because guys, the second oath was not to eat a kezayis of anovim and of the anim. You understand? If he ate a kezayis of anovim, what did he break in the second oath? Chatzishir of the second oath. Gavaldik, And for chatzishir, you don't a penalty. Beautiful. Then he makes another oath. Eser vitesha means 19. So the second oath is hal, because the second oath added something. But hold on. This guy ate 10 and he was mafrasha carbon so here again you can argue oh why don't we combine the nine and the ten and be him for the second oath? no the the fact that uh, let's speak out also before once you're mafresh the carbon even though you didn't bring it yet that closed the first oath it, it you you violated it and you were mafresh the carbon for it so now we view your eating of the additional nine as a new violation you can't combine it with the other ten. And so, so so you you didn't have nine and ten. You only have nine. Nine is not a violation of the second oath because it's only chatz ishir of the second oath. Harezek, chatz ishir, ve'em ivyom karmal chatz ishir, she'ingin, shvua achrena, she'le yoichal, tshah esrei, halacha te'zayin. Oh, now gavaldik chavra. Shvua sholo loichal, kikar zuak doilo. Guys, put on your heads. Im ochalti kikar zuak here we're beginning to make oaths that are on condition. I swear that I won't eat the large one if I will eat the small one. Now let me use the following words: Which one would be the violation of the oath? Eating the large one. We're going to call the large one the kikar ha-isur. What activates that isur? Eating the small one. So let's call eating the small one the kikar Haktana Is called the kikar hatnai. When you eat the small one, you fulfill the t'nai and that activates the oath against big, eating the big one. Now, says that Ambam the When he ate the small one, at that moment he forgot that he's eating the kikara t'nai. And by eating it, he's going to activate a on the big one. You're going to be chayiv. Because we don't need for the eating of the t'nai to be done b'mezid. It's irrelevant. For you to get punished, you have to violate the violation mazin, right? For you to get um, for you to be chayiv, say that. So as long as the eating of the kikigadela was mezer, you're going to be chayiv, even though you ate the tanai b'shreigik. Now halacha yud zayin achel When you ate the small one in reverse, you knew the tanai. In other words, you knew that you're doing something, you're fulfilling your condition, and through eating the Kikar Katana, now the of the G'daila will be Chal. And then when he ate the G'daila, for whatever reason, then he thought, Same thing, consistent, you're going to be Potter. In other words, the, the need of knowledge is when you eat the Isid, not when you eat the T'nai. Let's go to the next case. You'll be Potter. You eat both of them b'mezid what's going to be the chiddush now we already said if you ate maybe you ate the b'meizid. here's the word here comes the rambam with the de you ate the first one b'mezid when you ate the first one if you did not yet eat the katana you don't know yet whether this is a prohibited act furthermore the rambam actually paskins. As we'll see, the Ramam Paskins that Hasra'a safik is called a Hasra. I know that we're gonna to learn today that Rambam apparently saying otherwise, but it's not correct. Generally, the Rambam subscribes to Hasra safik shema hasra'a, even though there are exceptions. This will be the rule, not the exception. So when you ate the kikiragdaila, you're eating it the mazes. So what are people telling you, ooh, don't eat it, because if you're going to eat it, if later you're going to eat the katana, that's going to make your act of eating now into a prohibited act. Even though you don't know for sure whether it's going to happen or not, that's called a proper hasra. Then when the guy eats the other one, the second one, now the second one now has to be eaten the it. That's another word of the Nama. In other words, if he ate uh, the t'nai k'aidim the isur, the t'nai can be eaten even bishgaga. But if he's doing the condition after the isur, for him to be chayiv, he has to know when he's eating the katana. oh, now if you're going to eat the katana, now you're going to be, you're going to be in violation because you ate the gedoyla. He has to know that. But if taka, if he knew that, even though he ate the katana after the gedoyla, and again, even though that the hasra during the gedoyla, you can argue is hasra asafik, which it is, but the Rambam follows the general p'sak of the Rambam, that hasra asafik, shema asra. Again, we're going to have an exception to this hasra asafik soon. Halach yudchas. He didn't specify which one is the T'nai, which one is the isr. He said, He linked one with the other, whichever one. So here, he set it up in a way that the first one is the T'nai, and the second one will be the isr If the T'nai comes before the isr I don't care if the T'nai was Beshoi the key is, is that when now when you eat the second one, if it's bezodin, you're going to be chayev. However, this is moiradik. Halach ayutes. Harishin bezodin. But if you eat the first one bezodin, evashniyah bishgaga, potter. Shtein bezodin, chayev. Halach hachov. Shvua shoichal kikar zuhayim. I'm taking a note that I will eat this loaf of bread. So that she bitoy lahaba. Ve'ovan ayoyim, velo yachala. And the day come and he didn't eat it. So what was his violation? His violation was from an inaction. So carbon oil. Even though his violation was through an inaction, doesn't affect the cure for a carbon. But when it comes to getting Malkis, Wow. Now, Khvre, what did we begin? What did we say yesterday? That, key, that we learned there's a limut, that even though normally you're only chayv malkas for a love sheyesh by maysa, we said shvuah is an exception, but not in shvuahs bitoy lahaba, in which the violation is in action. I'll tell you like this. Then I is going to speak about some chafal, but let me say it by heart. If I am swearing about the past, when am I violating my oath? Whether I spoke about me doing or me not doing, when I articulate the oath. If I'm saying a nisht emes, at that time I was, I was nishbala sheket. And I'll be Chaiv Malkis because here we consider the movement of your lips into our mice, which is a limit, a special limit we need for it. But if I'm making an oath about the future, then when I say the words, there's no sheket yet. The sheket will only come to be if I actually break the oath. There we say that if my breaking of the oath is through an inaction, I won't be chayv malkis ha loch let's read it inside m'pnei ma'loi in other words, when I speak about the past regardless I will be chayv malkis because me she me'eshvu ose nishbal ha-sheked because if I'm speaking about the past I'm swearing fools if it's a sheked whether it was about eating or not eating my action is my oath and, and while i swear then it's already sheket if it's a sheket and i'm malchus. the moment i'm swearing about the future even if it turned out that i swore falsely but when i was doing the the uh the of speaking at that moment it wasn't a vada yet i just took an oath there wasn't a sheker yet right gewaldic and therefore, even though later I violated it, if the later violation is vital through an inaction, I won't be chayv malkus. Very important rules. Halachach, <laughs> final halachach <laughs> of says that ambam, misho'oma lachavei roi, shvua shaloi Loch. Taking a note that I will not eat by you. I will not eat by your home. <laughs> right? um, or shvua shaloi Loch. Right? Or... I, I, am prohibit, Shvo means I'm taking an oath that something will be prohibited if I'll eat by you. Both of these Shvo's both mean that a friend is inviting you, you really want to get out of it, and you're making a statement for your friend to know that you cannot go eat by him. I won't be bound by an oath if I won't eat by you. Which means if I'll eat by you, I will be bound by an oath. All of these are expressions of Yisur. And therefore, Here, like we began in this pedik, the oath was not to eat. The oath was not to eat. So, means it's included in all of the food that you're eating together. Again, for carbon, let's use the words, Behelamachas. For Malkis Hasra Ahas Now if every Kezai will get another Hasra, then you'll be hai for every act of achil. But other than that, it's included all in one oath and you're only chaiw Allah achas Gavaldik.